0: Hello and welcome to the Wheel Crime podcast. The podcast where two ladies play games, Mumble mumble-pufani, Profanies. Mumble Profanies <laughs> and laugh way too often. Our podcast also includes sensitive topics, so listener discretion is advised. People of Earth. Of Earth? (laughs) Of the internet. (laughs) I guess you don't have to be on Earth. I don't know how the internet works. I think it goes up to space, right? I honestly don't know. (laughs) (laughs) They might have internet in space. I have no astronaut friends, so I can't tell you, but. We should ask um, Miss Astronaut (laughs) Diapers. The lady with the astronaut diapers? (laughs) Yep, I I think she's taking phone calls, so we'll be right on that. Keep you posted, guys. But uh my name is Emily. My name is Jen. And together we are
1: The Wheel of, of Crime,
0: crime. <laughs> Wow, what a nice drum roll! We I have, know. We have a desk now, guys. It's true. We're making little upgrades. <laughs> <laughs> we're people with a desk. <laughs> uh we're so fancy you don't even know. Yas. Mm-hmm. So today. We're gonna answer some questions like we do on this podcast and I almost forgot about. <laughs> <laughs> well, what we almost forgot about the podcast? We forgot about the games. The game. Okay, so Yeah, so two in the beginning and two after. Yeah. Yeah. So fave dance move at a club. The shopping cart for sure. Fair. Fair. <laughs> I don't matter what you um. Uh, it depends. If I'm drinking at the club, I'm probably going to think the regular disco move is really cool when it's not. Mm-hmm, but, uh, mm-hmm. Sounds I like you. I don't know. Maybe the Macarena, if they play it. That's a good move at the club. It could be fun. Mm. I have no idea. I don't remember any dance moves. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're only the person who wrote these questions, but I... <laughs> I don't know anymore. What is the rudest animal... If they could talk, okay, maybe a rhino? That's a weird one. I don't know why I put that down. I think for sure a swath, because people like them, and they, like, seem really chill, but, like, on the inside, they're probably like, I'm so much better than you. Like, I'm really popular. <laughs> you don't even know. <laughs> You're just a dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't know. I feel like like uh remember watching Zootopia? Mhm. I feel like because of that movie I might have my opinion swayed a little bit cuz I remember like there was like a rude rhino, like a rude tiger at some point. Well, it's all like the predators who thought they were like so much better than everybody else. Yeah, so. Right? So I don't know, but I I ge- I'm going to guess I'm going to guess. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to guess. <laughs> I don't know. This is a hypothetical universe. It's true. It's true. Sure, I'm going to stick with Rhino just cuz I don't know. There's just so many animals, Jenny. I was watching a Netflix special the other day about the 72 <laughs> cutest animals in the world. And there's so many. Well, what was the cutest animal? I didn't get that far.
1: Oh. <laughs> it, well, it was rude. it was
0: long. It was a long list. <laughs> I would imagine. You don't think 72 is a lot until you're watching an ep- uh, a uh, show where they're like, here's the 72 cutest samples. And you're like, oh, there's a lot of them. <laughs> there's a 72. <laughs> Se- 72 is a big number. It really is. Yeah. Okay. Well, good to know. Yeah, that, that's that's my input because <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, how was your week anyways? Uh, it was good. I was, uh, working up in the Yukon for the first time, which was an interesting experience. Absolutely zero cell reception, so that was a little bit, uh, nerve-wracking, but... <laughs> I've always wanted to go to the Yukon. Or like it, to was, the it was it was really beautiful. Uh, they, well, the area I was at they have a lot of mountains, so it was, uh, it was very similar to northern BC, if you've been there before. Mm, I really want to go one day. One day. I uh, know, Andrew, uh, since we went, he's been talking, he's been, like, uh next we gotta go to Alaska! So he's been planning trips to go to Alaska. And I really wanna go to Alaska. I know, Alaska. I'm actually really on board with it. I haven't said anything, so I jinx it, but he, every time he talks about it, I'm like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah? yeah. That sounds like a cool idea. And, like, I was looking into uh, Airbnbs in the area, and uh, you know how you can, like, they, like, have experiences that you can add onto your trip mm-hmm. I was looking at that kind of stuff to see what you like you could do mm-hmm. up in the up in uh, Alaska if you chose to go and one of them is uh, a guy will take you in a boat to go uh, salmon fishing and I read that and I was like we gotta go <laughs> I need salmon <laughs> you need salmon it looks really cool <laughs> I don't know I' Fished in my life, but I'm gonna go catch a salmon in Alaska. I went fishing with my dad once, and I remember my brother's uh, line ended up in a tree like seven times, Mm -hmm. and my dad was like, "Okay, you're done." (laughs) That sounds about right. I've been I've been ice fishing before, but it wasn't like fancy ice fishing. We literally didn't have a tent or even chairs so we just sat on the ice and waited for like four hours oh my god for that something for something to catch like our line did and something catch i caught one shrimp and then i had to put him back <laughs> i was so distraught i was like the one thing i caught and i don't even get to keep it for this four <laughs> hour waste of time <laughs> It was very tragic. Just in silence, listening to everybody else who is also sitting on the ice, waiting for something to catch. Oh, by myself with other people who don't wanna be here anymore. <laughs> Pretty much. Seriously. Me in the outdoors every day. <laughs> huh. Well, like I've had other people come up to me since then. They're like, "No, no, ice fishing is really good." But then I'm like, I don't know. Mm. I I caught a shrimp once. wasn't that great. Not One convinced. D- two out of ten. <laughs> wouldn't do again. No way. Right. <laughs> <laughs> trying to discreetly sip on the down low with <laughs> an ice cap. I <laughs> mean, it's like plus two degrees. It's like hot outside. Woof, woof. This, uh, these hot Al- Alberta, Canada temperatures, I'll tell you what. You need to give me a cold drink. <laughs> and staking everything in my power not to shove my face full of pizza right now, so... <laughs> I mean, no one will blame you. <laughs> Literally no one. <sighs> I can smell it and, like... I'm telling you, Kate. Here's another thing, too. Listeners. <laughs> Pineapple on pizza. <laughs> Pineapple on pizza or no? It's disgusting. It is not. It is. I love it. It's my favorite kind of pizza. Nope. Uh, Mm -hmm. Especially when it's spicy. If you can find yourself a pineapple pizza that's got a little bit of banana peppers on it, like they're doing something fun with it, really good. Because then you got the sweet and you got the spice and it's it's perfect. Or not. No, 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 no. You're just bitter. You're just bitter that you can't enjoy it the way I enjoy it. I mean, maybe. (laughs) You're like, maybe a little. Maybe a little. (laughs) But how was your week, though? It was really busy. I was at a film festival for three days, and I was working, like, every day, pretty much from, like, seven to, like, midnight, because I just had so much other crap going on. Mm, Yeah. But I got a cute tote bag, so I feel like it's a win. Yeah, as long as you get a cute tote bag out of it, it it's always worth it. I mean, (laughs) that's why I went, realistically. That's fair. But um, we're talking about Irish crimes, and I remember from our last episode, you promised to say an Irish sentence for us. Oh, yeah, I did. We're waiting, and I've been (laughs) (laughs) poked. Okay, I'm going to start first by saying, I'm sorry, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's the one Irish guy I have, like, have known in my life, and he would probably be really offended, because he used to say this all the time, just because when, back when I worked on the military base, we had like, events that were planned for the evening so stuff would be happening at certain times and literally every day, I got to hear him say this one sentence that I'm gonna repeat, and I do a terrible job speaking it, because I thought I sounded exactly like him but anytime I said he'd be like no, no <laughs> no well I think we'll all be the judge of that five stars if you think she's horrible five stars if you You think think she's great (laughs) if you didn't catch that we need five stars (laughs) okay uh, are you ready five stars on iTunes thank uh, you (laughs) thank you bye (laughs) purple icon five stars (laughs) round of applause for you (laughs) okay but are you ready I'm ready I'm so ready. But are you? I'm so ready. I'm so ready. Go ahead, bitch. <laughs> You're like, I'm done with your shit. Get on Speak with it. the Irish. <laughs> Talk Irish to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm done. I'm done. Okay. It's roughly about six o'clock. At first I was like, are you speaking English? I know. That's why I'm saying I'm terrible (laughs) at it. We are true Canadian. (laughs) True Canadian. I travel to all the places where the true Canadians hang out, and I come back sounding like a true Canadian. (laughs) This is as Canadian as it's gonna get. (laughs) You guys heard it here, eh? (laughs) I've just been traveling about. I don't even know what's going on anymore. That kind of sounded... (laughs) Something That sounded like something Hey, that sounds like that made-up place you say you're from (laughs) Where'd you say you're from? Fantasia? Yeah, it sounds just like that Fantasianese We're from the lost city of Atlanta (laughs) Have you seen my spear? I misplaced it last week I haven't been able to find it Yeah (laughs) Yeah I'm just a hot mess. I don't know what to tell you. Me too. <laughs> give us a description and five stars. <laughs> we'll give you a description. You give us five stars. Seems like a fair trade, right? Thanks, guys. Love ya. <laughs> Peace. And if you're listening on Stitcher, go over to iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening on Spotify, go over to iTunes. <laughs> I love that we think we're funny, but we're not. No, I (laughs) know. Give us five stars if you think we're the least funny people on Earth. Or the funniest. I'll take it. Whichever. You can do whatever you feel. It's an invisible pat on my back. And (laughs) God knows I need it. Or an invisible slap to the face. Because God knows I need that (laughs) (laughs) too. As you... (laughs) Do it. <laughs> You're like it's fine. I'm only an addict. <laughs> just, just insert it into my veins. Coffee straight to the bloodstream. But you know what? I'm here for it too. I'm here way for it too. Be way more efficient. Too. Be way more efficient. Yeah, it would be. It's like um Gilmore Girls. Mm-hmm. You've seen all the Gilmore Girls, right? Yeah, great series. Many times, <laughs> favorite show. It's one of those ones where I just fall back and I'm like, "What am I going to watch? Friends or Gilmore Girls again?" <laughs> mm-hmm. Did you actually see that thing where they uh, were where Netflix was considering taking Friends off uh, Netflix, and they got too many negative? too much negative feedback about it, so they decide to keep it on. Yeah. I'm pissed, because they took off Bob's Burgers and American Dad. Did they? Yeah. Why? I don't know, but I'm angry about it. You see, I'm angry because I just noticed the other day that they took off The Last Unicorn. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck is that? It's an old cartoon from, uh, I think they started, okay, I I read a Web M, Web MD? What the fuck am I even talking about? A Wikipedia page (laughs) about it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it said it was either the 80s or the 60s That it was made in I don't know But anyways It's like a critically acclaimed film Cartoon from back in the day And I used to watch <clears> it all the time And I wanted to watch it the other day And it's not on Netflix anymore It was critically acclaimed <laughs> <laughs> It's better than anything you've ever watched In your life You wouldn't say it because you're uncultured <laughs> <laughs> It's not my fault you're not as high flutin' as I am. (laughs) You're just an average Joe. That's fine for you. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine for you. I'm sitting here, drunk on my tea, watching critically acclaimed films, and reading poetry. But so anyways, it was one of those things though where I was like, I remember watching that on Netflix, and then I went to go back to watch it, and it wasn't there anymore, and I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> These motherfuckers. I can't believe they would have done this to me. I actually felt like <laughs> Audacity. I felt like they did it to me. I was like, somebody knows I watched this, and they were like take that away. See, that's how I felt about 90210, which is not a good show, but I loved watching it. <laughs> which I didn't like, but I also loved. <laughs> I had a very lovely relationship with it. I wanted to rewatch it again,
1: and it wasn't there, and I was
0: like, that is so rude. Mm. I feel personally offended. I know, it's, they do it just to spite you, specifically. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, did you know that, uh, Disney's coming out with their own, um... So they're taking up all the Disney stuff. What a load of crock is that? I know. Those motherfuckers. I can't believe this. I can't get my last unicorn. And now I can't get anything by Disney. What is this world coming to? Let's just move to space. I think, have, I think they have internet up there You know how I mentioned before that Every so often my brain does this thing Where it auto-completes your sentence for you Before you even finish talking <laughs> Yes, I thought 100% you were going to say Let's just move to Spain And I was already <laughs> ready to be like Yes <laughs> It is so much nicer there Well I know some people <laughs> Who Have lived in Spain who disagree Because they're crazy, but I Because they're crazy? (laughs) If you're from Spain and you you disagree with Jenny, give us five stars. I think it's lovely. XOXO. Gossip Girl. XOXO. (laughs) Five stars on iTunes. (laughs) Purple icon. (laughs) You know what to do. (laughs) I'm gonna lose my mind. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us the description already. (laughs) Okay. Yes, Irish Crimes. Top of the morning to you, mate. Mate, where are you from? <laughs> Atlantis, <laughs> <laughs> the Isle of Atlantis. Yes, yes. yes. Oh my God. Okay, <coughs> so I couldn't find a description. <laughs> For Irish crimes i'm crying <laughs> so so you're gonna talk about something completely random. I have a description for the Irish <laughs> i'm gonna cry <laughs> I'm so sorry <laughs> the Irish. <laughs> Okay, but for real. <laughs> the Irish. Also, I'm gonna butcher some Irish. <laughs> As per earlier. As per usual. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> we know you're all offended. Just give us five stars and move on. And move on. <laughs> uh, Munter <laughs> Nah. Shut up! Münter, Nah... Echim <laughs> rain na <laughs> What are you even trying to say, Kate? Okay, the Celtic language is bananas. I don't know what to tell you. I tried to practice this, and I already decided before we even started like our episode. Fuck it. It's not happening. Okay, Sylvia. So <laughs> Just tell us about them. I can't, I'm crying. Are a Celtic nation and ethnic group native to the Isle... The (laughs) Ire What's going on? Well, my dog is having a seizure, I guess. Native to the Island of Ireland, which I feel like is just island spelled a little differently. Who share a common Irish ancestry, identity, and culture? Because duh. <laughs> uh, I, Ireland has been inhabited for about 12,500 years. According to archaeological studies, see prehistoric Ireland, because thank you, Wikipedia, for providing this description. <laughs> Thanks, Mark, and Wikipedia. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. <laughs> Oh, fuck me sideways. Okay. Um, For most of Ireland's recorded history, I the Irish have been a primarily Gaelic people. See, Gaelic Ireland. <laughs> uh, Anglo-Normans. Huh. You can tell it's been a while since I've done my notes. I didn't realize that Norman wasn't just a name. It's also a group of people. Neato. <laughs> Neato. Today's fun fact. <laughs> An actual fun fact. Oh my god, it finally happened and we're not even doing fun facts and I didn't anymore. Even, and I didn't even repeat something I already read <laughs> like three times. We're getting better, I See, swear. we're improving. <laughs> five stars if you want us to keep this upward thing five, going. Five stars for our clearly four star con- content. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny's just choking on an ice cap. Oh, Canada. Mm, 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 mm. I actually forgot our anthem. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to keep going, though. (laughs) Just to let you know. I'm going to (laughs) die. I'm going to throw up. (laughs) I'm going to throw up. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay. (laughs) You're disgusting. I'm gonna throw up. (laughs) Okay, so back to the part where we're not being funny, okay? (laughs) Uh, Anglo-Normans conquered parts of Ireland in the 12th century, while England's 16th to 17th century uh, re-bracket-bracket (laughs) <laughs> conquest of colonialism of Ireland brought a large number of English and lowland Scots people to parts of the island, especially the north. Today, Ireland is made up of the Republic of Ireland, an independent state, and the smaller Northern Ireland, a part of the United Kingdom. The people of Northern Ireland hold various national identities, including British, Irish, Northern Irish, and some combination thereof. I will say, however... If you tell somebody from Northern Ireland that they are technically a part of the UK, they don't like that. Mm-mm. No. Irish. You're all Irish. I've learned my lesson. <laughs> but yeah, there's our description, because uh, clearly you didn't know who the Irish were before <laughs> this episode, so I felt I, like Loved I would them. educate you. <laughs> You're educated now. XOXO. Sorry, everyone from Ireland. Okay, well... Let me tell you a story then. How about how your life got flipped, turned upside down? Yes. <laughs> Derek Benson. Derek. Benson? <laughs> <laughs> That's who I'm going to tell you about. Lamontaleo. Well, I'm going to tell, about- tell you about Derek Benson. Ugh. I'm here for it. Let's go. Okay. So Derek Benson, a habitual drug user, was violent towards his wife, um, who was named Jackie Noble. And the two lived together in a flat in Billiam, Ireland, for Mm -hmm. many years, and had a teenage daughter together named Kelly Noble. Mm -hmm. So, obviously, he was not a good husband, because he would regularly beat his partner and threaten to kill her if she left him. Sounds like a real winner. Such a winner, I know. Yep. Sarcastic, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so... So, Jackie decided that she didn't really want to put up with this behavior anymore. Of course, yeah. And her parents had recently passed away, and so they were going through her parents' estate and selling off all the assets and those things, so she was due to inherit a sum of money from the house from her father. Right. But Derek decided that he was entitled to some of this money as well, because they were married, and she was like, no, bitch. You can't have my money. That's my money. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Mitch can't have my money. Uh-uh. <laughs> they were in a huge fight about this. The fact that he wanted the money, and she didn't want to give him the money, and mm-hmm. there was a lot of other stuff going on because they were both drug users, and he was being physically abusive towards her. Right. So, on Thursday, May 11th, two thousand, in the year 2000, um, Jackie met Mr. Hopkins, who she knew... Um, who she knew and who also was known to her husband Derek. Mm-hmm. So Jackie told him she would pay him three to five thousand dollars for killing her husband Derek and give him an advance of 200 pounds. It is alleged that he bought a sword from his brother for 50 pounds, some sleeping tablets and a mobile phone, and he gave the phone and tablets to um, Jackie as part of the murder plan, okay? like a murder kit. Yeah, murder kit. Samurai sword, sleeping pills, mobile phone. Seems legit. Trademark. <laughs> Trademark 2018. <laughs> or it's 2019, I guess. What year are you in? 3004? <laughs> Get back in your uh oh what's it what is it the, with the upwards moving car door? Get back in your that thing and go back to the 80s. <laughs> Cardor? Are you talking about, uh, Back Back to to the 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 Future? Yeah! (laughs) Okay. Remember when you and I watched Back to the Future for the first time together? Because I hadn't seen it before. I know. Good times. I hadn't seen it before either. And you told me there was a second one? Where they go to the past or something? They do, yeah. They go back to, like, a western. I don't feel like I believe you. Look it up. (laughs) Look it up. (laughs) Anyway... Emily's going to look that up and eat her pizza. And I'm going to continue telling you about Derek. I'm having a crisis. <laughs> so is Derek, apparently. So, um, it was agreed that she would go to the flat and drug Derek and that she would then contact him by phone when the coast was clear. She would then leave him and he would kill him. Mm-hmm. The prosecution allowed that Mrs. Noble, a.k.a. Jackie fed Derek the sleeping tablets as he lay in bed recovering from a dentist appointment. Me too. Takes yes. seven days. <laughs> a whole week. <laughs> so around 3 a.m. there was smoke and screaming coming from their flat. Okay. So what happened? A sword I was say it's hard to start a fire with a samurai sword. <laughs> a sword said to be the murder weapon was later found in the wardrobe of the house of a friend of Mr. Hopkins who mm-hmm. worked for a bar as a bouncer in a pub by the way, same yeah <laughs> um. <clears throat> so, during the trial, counsel told the jury that if Jackie Noble engaged Mr. Hopkins to kill her partner, Mr. Benson, she's equally responsible as the two acted in a joint enterprise mm-hmm. uh Miss Jackie Noble, who was thirty seven at the time, whose address was given to the court uh knoweth er was wow, whose address was given in court as knoweth Court. Ballium, Dublin, and Paul Hopkins, who was 24 at the time, who was the bouncer, who decided a samurai sword was the best way to kill someone. Right. I could still have a. How do you even find one? He bought it from his brother. That's all I'm gonna say. But like legitimately, I might want to own a samurai sword one day, <laughs> not not to kill someone, just to have. Yeah, it's like why I bought a singing bowl. Do I need one? Absolutely not. Am I going to have one? I Absolutely. sure am. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Amazon, maybe. Amazon. Amazon samurai <laughs> source. <sorts. laughs> that's why I've got Prime. <laughs> oh, my Two-day God. Two-day delivery. So, uh, Paul Hopkins, 24 years old, singling Silugu Road Valium. Sorry, that's so butchered. You might as well be speaking Celtic. Both pleaded not Caleb? guilty to yeah. the to the murder of Derek Benson, who was 34 at the time, mm-hmm. at Sandy Hill Avenue, Ballium, on May 13, 2000. On the second day of the trial on Tuesday, a prosecution witness told the murder trial that he heard screaming around 3 a.m. on the morning his neighbor was stabbed to death. Mm-hmm. Mr. Stringer told the Central Criminal Court he saw Mr. Benson around 9.05 p.m. the previous evening. Questioned by Tom O'Connell, the prosecutor, as to how Mr. Benson appeared, he replied that he seemed fine. He was cool. He was chill. He was doing his thing. I feel like that's literally what happened in your last story. I I forget which one, like, uh, what the name of it was, but where everyone was like, no, it's fine, it's fine. And he was literally keeping dead people under his (laughs) (laughs) floor. The witness, who shared the same four-story block of flats as the deceased man, told the court that he awoke at 3 a.m. to the the sound of somebody screaming, and he thought it came from upstairs. When he looked out his window, he saw an ambulance, a fire brigade, and the police. So, our boy Paul here stabbed him several times in the chest and then decided that he would set the flat on fire and then leave because... Because why not? That's a good way to cover up your tracks. Worst hitman ever. Literally, that's the way to get the most attention. (laughs) Ever. Fucking Paul (laughs) buys a samurai sword and then sets it on fire. Like, are you trying to get caught? I'm just asking. Waste of a samurai sword. He could have sold it to me. (laughs) He could have done something cool. Like, (laughs) done some sick moves in the park outside of his neighborhood. I, don't know what I think if you take a samurai sword, sword out in public, you might get arrested. <laughs> probably. I feel like that's probably not a good idea. So, um, Paul was charged with the murder of Derek Benson, as the 33-year-old father of one, and as he was stabbed to death in his Sandy Hill Avenue apartment in Bellingham in mm-hmm. the early hours of Sunday morning. Um he remained in custody until the trial and during the trial the court heard uh the story of his wife Jackie who told them all about how she could not take any more abuse and hatched a plan with the doorman Paul Hopkins to kill her husband after she drugged him mm-hmm. she inherited the money and Benson was trying to take it away from her um so she decide, that's why she decided to go through this whole thing, is because she just could not take the abuse anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, and after several hours of deliberations, the at the Central Criminal Court, the jury of seven men and five women returned a unanimous verdict of a guilty murder. Mr. Justice Abbott imposed the mandatory sentence of, of life imprisonment, but actually a lot of like the jury, although they acknowledged that she was guilty for killing him, they mm-hmm. felt so bad that like a lot of them were crying in the courtroom because they were so conflicted because he was so abusive to her, and that's right. where this came out of. Right, because you understand the cause, and you un- also understand <clears throat> what happens. So then you understand the correlation, even though you may not necessarily agree with it. Yeah. So the petite grandmother, because her daughter had a, a child while she was in prison. Mm-hmm. Um, she was a former heroin addict, got clean from drugs, and became an aerobics instructor behind bars. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's like on uh, Orange Is the New Black, the lady with the short blonde hair. Mm-hmm. That's cute. So, as a reward for her good behavior, she was given temporary release and got and days out of prison a number of years before she was set to be released. And she then got released, And but for people who get sentenced to life like her, release only comes after a recommendation that is made by the parole board, which has to be signed off by the Justice Minister. Right. So, now she's working in Dublin and just wants to spend time with her family. Mm-hmm. But, one of the interesting parts of this case is... Case Case. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> Clearly. So, she is now out and living her life. However, her daughter, Kelly Noble, mm-hmm. um, has also had a few run-ins with the law, which is kind of be to be expected because her dad would rape and abuse her mother right in front of her and use right. drugs. And then her mother killed her father so i mean she's bound to be a little traumatized from that i would say so and like there are some things too where like even if you have gone to therapy and you have proactively tried to be better based like from where you came from and that sort of thing you're still gonna carry a little bit of that with you but, uh, Kelly was convicted in 2007 of the manslaughter of a teenage mother who she stabbed to death in front of the young woman's children outside of a supermarket. Whoa. Kelly, who was 21 at the time, um, denied the murder of Emma McLaughlin, who was 19, out of, outside of Pat's supermarket in... Lay town on June the second, and but was convicted by a unanimous verdict of her manslaughter after the jury deliberated just over four and a half hours over two days at the central criminal court. Right. She held her, she held her head in her hands, but showed little reaction as the jury's verdict was read out. She w- remained in custody until May fourteenth, when that year when she was sentenced by Justice Barry White and following the incident Kelly Noble was taken into the care and moved out of the Seaview estate and ended up actually <laughs> getting pregnant and giving birth while in prison. Oh. Okay. Yes. Um, during a series of statements to the Gardia following the fatal stabbing, she told them that she had gone into the supermarket with her young son in a buggy to get groceries for her two children when she was approached by Emma McLaughlin. She told detectives how Miss McLaughlin busted her nose in the supermarket and then she then made a phone call to her friend and child minor, Mian Cullen, and asked her to bring a knife down to the scene. Mm -hmm. Shop worker Deborah Cantwell, who was serving at the counter that evening, said she overheard Kelly asking Mrs. McCullen. For a blade, she then approached the counter and Kelly told her, I'm going to slice her up. Imagine <laughs> working the counter and a customer telling you that you'd be like I would please don't slice this. me up. <laughs> please. I'm working You'd be, got, breaking you'd be rage. like, the hams are down aisle two. <laughs> have at her. <laughs> you can save what I have to do later. Yeah. So, she took the knife outside of a school bag and put it up her sleeve, and then outside of the supermarket, she had it behind her back when Emma went for me, is what she said. And she said she heard Mrs. McLaughlin's younger sister, Shauna, telling her sister that she had a knife and to get away, but she just went for me. Hmm. And Kelly said, keep away from me, but she just lunged at me and the knife stuck in her. It's like, What do you think was gonna happen? It's like that line from the musical Chicago And then he ran into my knife Ten Ten times times. (laughs) He had it coming That's like my favorite thing ever to say though Whenever someone tells me like a shitty thing That their like partner has done is They had it coming (laughs) They had it coming So after serving her time for this crime And getting out of prison She was charged several more times For things like trespassing and other petty crimes Mm -hmm. And she was basically homeless Till, what's no one? Till what's no one? Till, as far as I know, she's still homeless. I don't know. Gotcha. No updates. But that's what I heard. That's the story from the streets, yo. <laughs> you're a real G. <laughs> okay, no. I'm going to start with you're going to hate both of my stories. <gasps> Why? No reason. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead. (laughs) Tell us your story, Em. Alright. It isn't a crime to call the Irish leprechauns. Court clears teenager of racially harassing neighbor. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, we're off to a good start. Yep, I really try hard to find leprechauns that committed crimes. Couldn't really find anything. This is the closest I got. Mm, There's probably a reason for that Mm, Just just saying (laughs) They're they're too busy Hanging out at the end of the rainbow And selling me lucky charms Yeah, that's it (laughs) (laughs) So Small and mischievous They're the green clad Little people who are synonymous with the Emerald Isle The question a court prepared to wrestle with Was whether calling your Irish neighbor A Okay we're good to swear, right? Our disclaimer does say mumbling profanities. I'll mumble it then. A fucking leprechaun. Fucking <laughs> a fucking leprechaun <laughs> amounts to racial abuse. And, and Eliza Tucker, 18, faced a trial costing thousands after the alleged remark led to police action. However, common sense prevailed on Thursday when her lawyer, Louise McCloskey... McCloskey? McCloskey. Okay. Uh, herself of Irish ancestry, successfully argued that the prosecution was political correctness gone mad. Miss Tucker was arrested after her neighbor, mother of five, Eleanor Vince, who is Irish, claimed the leprechaun comment was directed at her during the latest chapter in a long running feud. <laughs> mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, after being questioned, The teenager was charged with racially aggravated harassment, an offense which carries up to two years' imprisonment. When the case came before a judge in the Liverpool Crown Court, Miss McCloskey argued that her client should never have been prosecuted. Crown lawyer Michael Stephenson then conceded that describing someone as a 17th century mythical being was not a straightforward racial uh, insult. He admitted the Irish had put a lot of effort into marketing the leprechaun as an Irish symbol, before concluding with a reference to the leprechaun's penchant for hoarding treasure. <laughs> it gets better. <laughs> I love that this went to court. Uh-huh, I know. That's why I picked it. I was like, I can't even believe this. <laughs> the judge. I just imagined the judge being like... In a white wig and wishing he was anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He's like, what the fuck did I do to be here? How did I get here? <laughs> What moment in my life led me here? I want lucky charms. (laughs) Sounds really good right now. I don't know why. Right? Mr. Stephenson said, There is a small pot of gold to Miss McCloskey's rainbow. I formally offer no evidence. (laughs) (laughs) Dismissing the case, Judge Bryn Holloway told Miss Tucker that he hoped she and her neighbor in Garston, Liverpool could in future live with a bit more tolerance of each other. Miss Tucker had claimed that the remark was made last June she had simply been talking to her sister about leprechauns after seeing one featured in a film she'd been watching. The Crown Prosecution Service said Miss Tucker had been prosecuted because she also allegedly threatened to kick her pregnant neighbor's baby out of her stomach and had previously been given a fixed penalty notice for the harassment. Holy fuck. I know! These people hate each other! Like, Jesus Christ. Move away! (laughs) Get out of there. At least one of you. Mm-hmm. And then uh, after the case, Miss Tucker, who is black, uh, they felt to, like they needed to include that. I don't know why. Uh, welcomed the decision and claimed her neighbor had made racial taunts towards her. I can't believe she's playing the victim. She said, she's called me things too. A black this and that. Miss Vince, however, who is originally from Belfast, said she was devastated. The case had been thrown out. She claimed that her life had been made hell by Miss Tucker since she moved into the area a year ago. She, she said, she has called me a Belfast bitch and told me to get the boat back to get on the boat back to Ireland. <laughs> a Belfast bitch. I did not think that was a term, but a appara- bad Belfast bitch. Okay, new hit single. Trademark. Bad Belfast bitch. Murder case. Bad Belfast bitch. Trademark. Bad Belfast bitch. I am the new Cardi B. <laughs> right. You're like, except for when you're not. Except for that you're not. No. Mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> it's true. Uh-uh, honey. Yep, but calling me a leprechaun was the last straw. If I had called her an N-word, I would have been hauled in front of the court. Which is fair, I guess. Like, if you're calling somebody the N-word in, like, a serious tone of voice, that is a racial slur. But then Leprechaun isn't, which is the argument of this case. But is it... I don't know if it really has the same, like, historical context. Like, that's part... Partially why, like, the N-word is so bad is because of the context in which it was used. It was used by slave owners, right? Right. And, like, that's what makes it such a bad word, whereas, like, a leprechaun, I don't think, has the same context as that. Yep. But then, uh, yep, so last year, Northern Irish lorry driver, so, uh, lorry, for people who aren't up to date on their, uh, England terms, is a long-haul truck driver, basically. Okay. Um, uh, Mick Forsyth was given a suspended jail term for uh, for calling a Welsh woman Lorna Steele, an English bitch <laughs> <laughs> And don't worry This article also includes The definition uh, On what uh, leprechauns are The definition on what leprechauns <laughs> are Okay, but that's another thing too Do you pronounce leprechauns As lepra Or leprechauns Leprechauns Right, but if you pronounce it leprechauns It sounds like Criminals with leprosy Leprechauns. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) You're just squinting at me (laughs) so hard. (sighs) Anyways, just saying, little little side tidbit, and now we're gonna talk about leprechauns. (laughs) So, little people. (laughs) I love your little chart. (laughs) (laughs) This is serious business. You never know when you're going to meet one, K. I I need money. <laughs> Girl, I need mean, no dollar dollar bill. Get me a pot of gold. Yes. <laughs> Take me to the rainbow. Take me to the rainbow. Boys, do you hear that? <laughs> Boys, I need a rainbow. Also, ASAP. Five stars. ASAP. Purple icon. ASAP. <laughs> okay, so... Uh the way it's pronounced it's like leprechauns. Actually it reads like leprechauns. Leprechauns. So that's how I'm gonna like read even it. Better. So leprechauns are traditionally blamed for riding sheep dogs in the night, leaving them dirty and exhausted in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I, I There's more I have I have five more don't look at. Okay, guys, I need help. She's looking at me like I might be from another planet. <laughs> she, Go also, on. she also. She also. can't breathe. I'm speechless. What can I say? You're like, of course, leprechauns. Of course, gremlins and leprechauns. <laughs> of course. Leopardchon. Oh my god! Okay, I'm gonna cry. Continue. The word (laughs) "leopardchon" may originate from the Irish Gaelic for shoemaker, which is "leif rogan." Like an old woman, what happened to you? I'm eighty twenty nine I don't know what I'm eighty two. <laughs> Do you math ever? no never. I am the math lady eternally. I've got four more. We're almost there. The only way. To catch a troublesome leprechaun <laughs> is to fix your gaze on it, rendering it unable to move. <laughs> You're gonna like the next one, Michael Jackson. <laughs> Why? Why? (laughs) Reportedly wanted to build a park in Ireland called Leprechaun Land. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even doubt it. Me either. A Leprechaun (laughs) was reportedly spotted in a town in Alabama in 2006, sparking a modern-day gold rush. Yes. (laughs) This, like, reminds me of that one town... That has like oh, it's like some. I, we talked about this in like one of our early episodes. It, well, what does it have? We have like a statue of like some. It was like the rabbit. I have no combo. idea where you're going with this. You talked the jacko. Oh, the jackalope. Yes, the jackalope. The jacko. The <laughs> jacko rabbit. Don't you remember, Emily? Don't you? <laughs> Don't you remember the Jacko o rabbit <laughs> There's one more left, okay? Ooh. Irish Gaelic is sometimes pejoratively called Leprechaun language. <laughs> Leprechaun. <laughs> Chris would be so disappointed in you. Okay, I hope he's not listening, because he's gonna hate me. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> Thanks Obama. Sorry Chris (laughs) Skipping over the rainbow To find a pot full of lucky charms Cause I'm a bad Belfast bitch (laughs) Murder kit Trademark (laughs) Samurai sword Best murder weapon ever yo Just gonna burn this shit down Nobody's gonna catch me cause my name is Paul (laughs) And I'm a doorman And a hitman Yeah And a Bouncer and a samurai master. <laughs> Bouncer and part-time samurai master. I clearly went into the wrong profession. <laughs> Me too. It's like the bear wrestling. I still have regrets. Me too, Okay For real though. Mhm. How much fun would that be? Five stars if you think that'd be amazing. Right. But yes, that uh concludes our, our uh, episode leprechaun. Our Leprechaun but I still have another episode topic. <laughs> oh. Go ahead. Because I found two Irish crime stories. Okay. <laughs> uh, the other one... So I picked a funny one and then I picked a serious one. Because I know how you feel about my crimes that aren't really crimes. <laughs> also, I thought those leprechaun fun facts would really get you <laughs> going. Okay. <laughs> So this next one is Maolra uh, Siogni Oh my god English? I can't wait English, Miles Joyce Okay, English, not your first language But nope. okay <laughs> It's my third <laughs> The first one is gibberish, the second one is What is language? Bullshit, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck was that? What the fuck a was that? A place in County Galway <laughs> was a <Gale> Chat man <laughs> who was convicted and wrongfully <laughs> hanged on December 15th, 1882. He was found guilty of the mayhem. May- <laughs> this is taking years off my life. <laughs> You're like I'm already eighty. What else do I have to give? Eighty twenty-nine. I'm eighty 80- <laughs> The leprechauns are gonna get me. <laughs> he was he was found guilty of the strange <laughs> <laughs> Strain... Oh <my>. Stress not. Nah. <laughs> was that even English? No. Mayame straight <laughs> what the <laughs> you're trying to say I'm trying to say ma'am to to rasna We're moving on Send help SOS take me from this place <laughs> please murders and was sentenced to death The case was heard in the English language although Maolra understood only Irish and he was pardoned in 2018 that's another reason why I picked this one. It's a recent one, guys. Hmm. Recent. Recent yo. <laughs> yo. Peace. <laughs> yo. You guys can't see the hand movements. Make so much cooler. So uh Joyce was the most prominent figure in a controversial trial in eighteen eighty two that took place <laughs> that's another thing too. This took place in eighteen eighty two. They pardoned him in twenty eighteen. <laughs> They're like, he's we're been sorry. dead for so long. Sorry, Joyce. Is that no. the name? Sorry, Mayola Sorry, that guy. <laughs> sorry, name Emily can't pronounce. Sorry, guy. But thanks, uh, Mark. Thanks, Mark. <laughs> uh, while Ireland was part of the United Kingdom, three Irish language speakers were condemned to death for the murder of a local family, John Joyce, his wife Brig Brigg His mother <coughs> May Reed. His daughter Peggy and, and his son Michael. <laughs> <laughs> they just progressively get easier. <laughs> Peggy and Michael. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh in Mahemstr Trihasnam. <laughs> On the border between County Mayo And County Galway uh, It was presumed by the authorities To be a local feud Connected to sheep rustling And the land war Eight men were convicted On what turned out to be Perjured evidence Perjured? Perjured Yes And three of them were condemned to death Miles Joyce uh, A father of five children Pat Casey and Pat Joyce the court proceedings were carried out in a the language they did not understand, English, with a solicitor uh, from Trinity College, Dublin, who did not speak Irish. The three were executed in Galway by William Marwood for the crime in 1882. The role of John Spencer, 5th Earl Spencer, who was then Lord Lieutenant of Ireland, is the most controversial aspect of the trial, leading out most modern scholars to it as a miscarriage of justice. Research carried out, in the and bris- the brisage, <laughs> I'm just gonna retire. <laughs> well, that's it, folks. <laughs> uh, archives by Sean O. Ki- oh God, Sean O. Cure urine. It sound like you said cure urine. I did. <laughs> <laughs> cure urine. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> that's not how it's spelled. I'm moving on. <laughs> Um. Send this woman to jail <laughs> Please Maybe to like a uh, English class <laughs> um, uh, Has found That Spencer compensated Three alleged eyewitnesses To the sum of 1,250 pounds Equivalent to uh, Wow, it's been a long time Since I've been to school A hundred (laughs) and fifty-seven thousand. That did not make sense in my brain. I was like, how does one say that out loud? (laughs) Never mind. By twenty-eight, uh, twenty-sixteen rates, um, to date, the Spencer family and the British government have issued no apology and pardon for the executions, though the case has been periodically taken up by various political figures. Contemporary to the time, Timothy Harrigan, MP for West Meath, took up the case claiming that the Crown, Crown, uh, The crown. (laughs) The crown. Papacudu. The crown. Papacudu. Also known as a prosecutor. Uh, For the case, George Bolton has deliberately withheld evidence from the trial. In 2011, the two sitting members of the British Lord... Whoa. British House of Lords, (coughs) David Alton and Eric Lubbock, yes, uh, from the Liberal Democrats requested a review of this case. Okay, this guy's first name, I'm so jealous of. What is it? Crispin. 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 I'm naming my child that. Crispin. Get over here, Chris. Oh, well, that's short for Christopher, right? No. <laughs> Crispin. Crispin. Uh, blunt. Tory Parliamentary Undersecretary state of Prisoners and Youth Justice stated that Joyce was probably an innocent man but that he would not be seeking an official pardon. On April 4th, 2018, Michael D. Higgins, the president of Ireland, issued a pardon on the advice of the current government of Ireland saying, Mayolra Sang... was wrongfully convicted of murder and was hanged. <laughs> you just, like, sang his name. <laughs> Watermelon? Watermelon. <laughs> uh was hanged for a crime that he did not commit. It is the first presidential pardon relating to an event predating the foundation of the state in 1922 and the second time a pardon has been issued after an execution. And those are my <laughs> crimes. Done. That was a mic drop. <laughs> but yes. Yes! Leprechauns. <laughs> All right, Leprochon, let's spin the wheel. Oh, am I now a Leprechon? <laughs> you are. What kids movie scarred you for life? Okay, you know mine. I do, and I think it's hilarious. (laughs) Is that why you wrote this question? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Because I recently watched that movie, and I was like, that's a great question. Okay, so there's this scene. Have you guys seen James and the Giant Peach? If you have. Purple icon. Five stars. (laughs) That scene where the rhino is, like, running and is like has his glowing red eyes and, like, killed James' parents. I re... It scared the shit out of me as a child, and my sister, who rented me the movie, had to So sleep, many regrets. Had to sleep in my room for a month, because I was so <laughs> fucking scared. And my mom was like, you rented it for her. R.I.P. <laughs> <R>. <D. laughs> Crystal. <laughs> and um, I was, like, so convinced that this rhino was going to come for me, but I also had it in my head that if the rhino came, that- Laughing hyenas would also come, and they would jump on a trampoline from my deck up to my window in <laughs> <laughs> the second story of our house, oh and God. get me. I don't know why. And also, I re-watched this with Emily a few years ago, and, like, I have this, like, vivid memory of this scene in my head, and it's nothing like the movie at all. Like, they're completely different. Like Literally I- nothing. Nothing <laughs> like the movie. She's like, sit there, she's like, so when are the hyenas gonna come? And I'm like, "That's <laughs> that's not gonna happen. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I just remember something very different. Like, I remember it being on this, like, cliff, and it's, like, running, and, like, but it's in a fucking cloud, like. (laughs) It's literally a cloud rhino. Like, I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) It's so different than what I thought. Don't worry. Uh, You're gonna love my childhood movie that scarred me for life. What was it? The Muppets. (laughs) The Muppets? Christmas Carol. Mm. It's like a spin off of... Um, I think I've uh, seen it. Uh, like, the Scrooge. The story yeah. of Ebenezer Scrooge, right? And the, the death scene, where, like, death is his third visitor and he goes and he sees his own tombstone. The character, Death from the Muppets, scared the absolute shit out of me. I could not watch that movie, and my younger brother, who... I don't even think he even remembers this movie. used to watch it on repeat in the middle of the summer. It's a Christmas movie. (laughs) And it would scare me so bad. And then I would just go to sleep and I would be like, Oh my god, I'm never gonna wake up. Death is coming for me. (laughs) I had to face the idea that death was a thing when I was six years old. (laughs) Most people don't think about that until they're, like, 80. Emily just over here having existential crisis when she was six. I have my midlife she's crisis. Because she's more the than you, yo. <laughs> critically acclaimed. She's a critically acclaimed midlife crisis six-year-old. Seriously, I had my midlife crisis when I was six. I mean, it's all shit from here, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but that was my movie. Moving on, because it still makes me nervous. What would you most likely be arrested for? I think you'd be most likely arrested for eating too much cheese. That's not something you can be arrested for. It has to be like like a crime. That's not a crime. If anything, (laughs) that's a crime of passion, and we already covered that. (laughs) She she murdered the restaurant owner to get the cheese. She, she pulled a cheese heist. There you go, cheese heist. <laughs> you pulled a cheese heist. You know what? I'll take it. Robbery of cheese. What do you think I would be arrested for? You like? You you're pretty legal, so I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm <have to> <laughs> pretty legal. legal. <laughs> I have to think about this one. I'm gonna say car theft. Just based off of your past experience with your vehicle, you might just get fed up and steal someone else's car one day. Fuck this car. This is my new car now. This is my car now. Get your own. Fuckers, you can have this one. The one with the kicked-in door is yours now. I don't know, this is a tricky when there's so much things you could be arrested for. So much? What do you mean? Okay, I've only known you for like a hundred years, okay? Wow. I'm a rebel. (laughs) I'm a rebel. Didn't y'all know? Let's see. If it's possible... Okay, if I'm getting arrested for a cheese heist, you're getting arrested for a coffee heist. Yes. You're gonna hijack a Tim Hortons (laughs) and steal their ice cap machine and put it in your apartment. I have like... You know like how in movies like the employee always gets like fired cuz they like have their mouth underneath like the milkshake machine. I've always wanted to like do that but with like a ice cap machine. Okay. What you should do <laughs> is get hired by Tim Hortons. <laughs> but not for legitimate reasons. And immediately <laughs> chug a lug a bunch of ice cap and then quit. So if you guys see me at a Tim Hortons working She's there to thieve. <laughs> She's hustling. I'm hustling, hustling, hustling because I'm a bad Belfast bitch. <laughs> Murder Kit Samurai trademark. Done. <laughs> Purple icon. Five <Bye>, star. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, but that's it for our questions for today. Yes, so now we get to spin the wheel and find out what our topic for next week is. Yep, yep, yep. We're gonna be talking about Religious crimes Next week Reg. I don't know what I'm doing We're talking about religious crimes <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck Is happening Seriously. I pinched myself Ow. Okay goodbye <laughs> Listen to us on iTunes Spotify. Facebook and Twitter at Wheel of Crime. We look forward to emails from you at Wheel of Crime at gmail.com. This is Jennifer. Goodbye now, fellow listeners. Bye! <laughs> <laughs>